Welcome to Life in Purple, providing you with the latest from women entrepreneurs, amazing mums, human interest stories and celebrity guests. Your host, Laura Sprague, discusses women's topics such as success, empowerment, perseverance, lifestyle and much more. Laura also offers a fun and unique perspective while providing listeners with valuable tips on how to successfully conquer the many issues women may face. Come experience your life in purple. And now, here's your host, the life coach with the most, Laura Sprague. Hello, Lip Talk Nation. Welcome to Life in Purple. I'm your host, Laura Sprague, and thank you so much for listening to this inspiring episode. We've had quite the response on our past few episodes, and I want to say, wow, thank you for sending in your stories and support. I wouldn't be able to do the show without it, Lip Talk Nation. It really is an honor to be your host. On our most recent episodes, we did a two-part series on love, marriage, and success with one of my favorite couples, Sonia and Dave Thompson. I had the pleasure of interviewing them individually, and what I want to say is, whoa, so many great words of wisdom and simple steps to keep your marriage thriving. They both offer a unique approach to show support to each other, so if you haven't had a chance to catch our previous episodes, visit liptalknation.com, and there you'll find more resources, such as my coaching, my blog, and much, much more for you to live a life in purple. On today's episode, we have such a beautiful and inspiring soul that has chosen to bicycle from San Diego, California to Pensacola, Florida over a 50-day time span, choosing to raise awareness for 50 different causes. Diane Lee has spent the past couple of years training for this particular event. Each day that Diane rides her bike, she rides for a specific cause from diabetes, sexual abuse, domestic violence to many types of cancer and also worldwide education for girls and I got to say there's so much more. She is doing this to bring awareness to these causes on a grander scale. What a mission Diane is on giving to these causes for her 50th birthday instead of receiving. Oh my goodness Diane you are incredible. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Hey, Laura, I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic now that I get to pick your brain and we officially (laughs) get to speak with each other. And uh, right before we started the interview, I could tell you already had this contagious laugh and you're a pretty happy person. So, Diane, what an honor to have you on the show today. I'm really excited to find out how your journey is going. But before we get into all of that, will you tell us where you're from and how you got your start in your career? Sure. Yeah, I'm from Pensacola, Florida. Actually, from a tiny little town outside of Pensacola, but I call Pensacola my home. And as far as how I got my start in my career, I'm assuming you're talking about the 50 causes, right? <laughs> because uh, before that, I was in urology, and it, it's a messy business, but uh, I quit that to do this 50 causes, right? Oh, my goodness. Well, how did that come about, you wanting to do bicycling for 50 causes? did you? Were you already a bicyclist? Laura, I was a an amateur cyclist. I, I did. I, I rode almost every day, but not a whole lot. But I started doing a, a few charity rides around Pensacola, and and would work, would use those as goals to make myself better. 
But as far as the, um, I'm sorry. No, I really love that, that you just said, and I want Lip Talk Nation, that you did it as a goal to make yourself better. And that right there is such a unique and valuable information. So you're adding value to yourself by bicycling. There you go. Now continue on. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you said something really great. Thank you. Keep going. That's the first time ever. (laughs) That's good news. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was thinking about, I had one of my brothers, it was two and a half years ago or so. And one of my brother's wives was turning 50 in, this was November. And in, in February, she would turn 50. So I called him and I said, hey, man, what are you doing for your wife's birthday? He's like, oh, I don't know. We'll do, I don't know. I'm like, you better do something. She's turning 50. He's like, oh, crap. Well, so that made me think, what do people do for milestone birthdays? And, you know, I had two and a half years to go before my 450. But I started thinking, looking around, what do people do? You know, people do a whole bunch of things. They'll do nothing. They'll go to dinner. They'll go on a cruise. They'll... You'll have a bonfire and drink beer. <laughs> the the possibilities are infinite there. But I thought, I need to do something for somebody else for this birthday. So I started thinking, what skill do I have? What can I use to give back to other people? I narrowed it down. I'm like, okay, so I can ride a bicycle. I can ride a bike. And then I thought, how do I make that skill into something for other people? So I, I, I thought and thought and thought. I said, okay, so I can ride a bike. And then I thought, well, I'm 50 years old, so let's use that number. So I thought, well, I can ride 50 miles. And I had already done that in a charity ride. And then I thought, well, that's really not enough. So I thought, well, I'll ride 50 miles a day for 50 days. That's big. And that still doesn't help anybody else. I haven't put anything else into this. So I said, well, I'll come up with some calls to support. But when I started looking around, Laura, the causes are infinite. I started with my people and the people that I love and, and thought, what causes affect them? And so I started making a list. And I got well into the 20s and 30s. I'm like, well, I can't stop there. I've got, so let's go to 50. So I did. And then I had to stop it at 50 because, again, the number of causes is infinite. Oh, my goodness. Your friend Kim, I, she keeps resonating in my mind right now because this is what she said um, about you. And <laughs> I, I just wanted to mention her because she's such a unique tool in your adventure as well and support for you. So, Diane, like you said, the causes are infinite and endless. And thank you for bringing it to my awareness, Lip Talk Nation. I'm not sure if you all knew how many causes are out there because I started doing research as well, Diane. And I love the progression of your thoughts how you decided, oh, every birthday milestone should be celebrated. Okay, for one, I I didn't even have that in my head. So there you go. And then you're like, how do I do that for my 50th birthday? And then you gradually went into 50 days and 50 causes and cycling because that was your gift. And you are doing amazing things. Diane, I really enjoy watching your posts on your Facebook page, your, your support, your people. So how long did you have to train and prepare for this journey from San Diego to Pensacola? Laura, when I started thinking about it two and a half years ago, when I got it serious in my head, when I knew it was going to happen, I started thinking about what I do. How much do I ride now? And how much am I going to need to ride? And how specifically do I need to train? You know, I would have to do intervals, you know, like, like sprinting on the bike, but I have to do sprinting. But I also thought about my eating and drinking habits. And I started reading about how those would have to change. So from from that time frame, two and a half years ago, I started changing my eating and drinking, my sleeping habits, and my, my training. Everything changed. My life has been different these past two and a half years. Not only did I have to train for riding the bicycle, but I had to start learning about these 50 causes. I had to know enough about each of these causes 
to speak intelligently about them, but you know that, and that's a, a a task in itself. You know, I have to be able to tell people what the cause of the day is, and some of the video. Well, the videos are recorded, but when I'm out on the road, I, people stop me on the side of the road and say, "What is the cause for today?" And I have to remember it and know it and tell them. And some of these causes are obscure, rare diseases, and it, the one that we did a couple of days ago. The letters are P-K-A-N, is a rare disease that only about 5,000 people in the world have. So not many people know about it. You know, those 5,000 people really care about it, but not many other people do. Anyway, so I have to learn every cause and to research the causes and all. And that has been life-changing for me. And I would cry, and I've cried so many tears over these causes. Many of them affect children. And some of them, like the child will grow and develop normally for the first four to six years and then start digressing and lose all of the, the um, functions that they've learned in their body and then they die. Like that's, that's just wrong on so many levels. Okay. Wow. You just gave me goosebumps in a very unique way, especially with that last story that you shared that these children are born normal growing up and, and four and five years old and yep. then they digress. I can't even imagine what that is like. Diane, I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old right now, almost five. And so I am like, oh. life is so short and life is precious. And you mm. do have to educate yourselves, Lip Talk Nation. So I love that you didn't just do it because you made yourself very aware of the 50 different causes. And over the last two and a half years, you changed your whole life, Diane, with your eating habits and, and sleep and uh, how you take care of your body. Wow. Okay, so I can't even imagine what your life was like before this now because it's just you have become this and it, you're probably going to be this for the rest of your life now, Diane. Yes. So um, again, some of these diseases I haven't heard of, so I'm, I'm very thankful that you're bringing awareness. I personally can relate to some of the causes, Diane, that you're cycling for, like child abuse and depression and PTSD. And I personally know several others that can relate to a lot of the other causes that you're bicycling for. So I believe there needs to be more people like you to help raise awareness for all these causes. Can you personally relate to any of these causes? Yeah, yeah. I I was abused as a child and I had um, I witnessed domestic violence in my home, in my first home, but I was able to get out and get a second family. And that my second family was absolutely awesome, incredible people. But not everybody gets to get out. I'm one of the fortunate ones to be able to get away from that abuse. But I also, I have, when I started this, I wasn't thinking about me. Child abuse was on the list pretty uh, early on my 50 causes list. But it wasn't because of me. It was because of other people that I knew. And I'm not trying to sound like I'm some unselfish person. But at that, when I was going through that, I really was not, I had no thoughts about me. I was thinking about the people that I love and care about. And that's how it started. Well, my mom, my, my good mom, my second family mom has Alzheimer's. So that went on the list quickly. And uh, I have friends with breast cancer. I just lost a very a favorite aunt to breast cancer this year. But some of the causes came to me. I have a friend that teaches adaptive PE. So she teaches disabled children. And she helps them ride bicycles. You know, these bicycles are four-wheel bikes or three-wheel bikes are somehow adapted. And that girl... Um, she was getting her class prepared, training for the 50 causes ride. And they would ride, the ones that were able to ride, would ride 50 feet in a day or 50 yards in a day. This lady, uh, Daisy, a friend of mine, she told me that one of the kids named Sean, and I have permission to use his name in, in uh, pictures, uh, Sean was training for the 50 causes ride in, in his way, and he 
Um, he has Angelman syndrome. I had never heard of it. And Angelman syndrome um, affects people where they, they're unable to speak and they have motor disabilities, among other things. But this child, he signed to the teacher to say he wanted to switch bicycles while he was training for this, his version of the 50 causes ride. He switched from a three-wheel bicycle to a two-wheel bicycle for the first time in his life. And he's 11, 10 or 11 now, I think. And he had been her student for five years and had always been on that three-wheel bike. But while he's training for this 50 causes ride in his way, he switched to the two-wheel bike. So two days later, I was at the school riding bicycles with this amazing young kid. And that's the reason I picked up that cause of Angelman syndrome. So it took, a, I went along around the world to tell you that story. But so this little kid, I care about him. And I, had, I didn't even know him until a couple months ago. But I thought that we need to, I need to, to do something to help this child. This kid has been through more in his life than I ever will in mine. And he deserves a little boost and I can give him a little, you know, I can give him a little bit. That's all I can do, but I'm going to do what I can for him. Diane, your perspective is so beautiful. Lip Talk Nation, I want you to understand what Diane is all about. So she experienced abuse and she even uh, saw domestic violence growing up, had the opportunity to have a second family, and she is conquering her past. And I love that. But your perspective on it, you said you weren't thinking about yourself when you chose these specific diseases and causes and I love that about you because that's that's what uh, I want people to know about life in purple it's not about me as the host and then like you said not about you but it's about us joining together in a force that we can help raise awareness to the world so that they have a safe zone to talk about and to start healing so that's why I love your perspective it is so beautiful to me because it is about others you mentioned that the reason why you chose the 50 causes was to give back to people and that's the beauty of life is to give back to people Diane so again I have goosebumps your story that you shared from a little boy that you didn't even know and then you got to meet him and ride bikes with him you inspired him so Diane I know you're and he inspires me ah and and that's a great point uh, an excellent point I don't want to leave out lip talk nation so when you do give back to people they are inspiring you as well so I challenge you so maybe it's not going to be riding your bicycle across the nation but there are many things that we all can do to help raise support for many causes so here you are on a tight schedule sunshine I am so excited to make sure that you meet your goal and and uh, thank you again for taking time to be on the show I'm so curious as to what your morning routine looks like before you start riding every day. Will you share with us how you start your days off? Yeah, I like to ride in the morning. I prefer the mornings. And, I, and I've stopped setting an alarm because I haven't, I wasn't getting enough sleep with the alarm. So I'm just now I'm just sleeping until, until I, I get woken up by something. <laughs> but I, I eat something almost within minutes of, of waking up. And I don't, I mean, that's not normal, <laughs> but I have to eat something because I like to ride within about an hour of when I wake up. I don't want to put it off. I don't want to get distracted by anything else. I want to get up and get going. So I, I do have, I have my coffee, and I, but I eat something that will help me with the ride. And then I, um, and good thing I like to ride in the morning because I'm riding through the desert in the summertime. So I have to ride in the morning so I don't just completely bake out there. 
Absolutely. I'm super excited that you like to write in the morning. I used to be an evening person and my husband probably would still say that, but I don't wake up to an alarm either. And I love that you do that. You allow yourself the rest that you need, but your body also knows when it should wake up and how you've already set your routine to take care of yourself. So let's go back to that story that you wanted to share with us. I don't want to leave out as well. So um, yes, let's tell the story that also inspired you. Okay. Well, I was on day nine of this 50 causes ride, I was riding for MS, for multiple sclerosis, and I was riding in the desert in Arizona, and I'd gotten a late start, which aggravated me, so I was riding, and you know, oh, it was so hot, it was 105, and I'd ridden 30 miles in the desert, and I was tired and grumpy, <laughs> and I was looking ahead, and I saw something caught my eye, and I tried to focus, and you know, it was sweat running down my face, <laughs> and I got closer, and I'm like, I am losing my mind. There's nothing There's nothing there, and there's something there. There's nothing there. Oh, my God. So I got to it. It's a six-week-old puppy, apparently been dumped out in the desert. There wasn't a house in sight. And so this puppy is just is walking in circles on the black, hot pavement. And just looking delirious, hassling more than I've ever seen a dog hassle, and just crazy look in her, in her little eyes. So that was my 30-mile mark. I stopped. I picked up the puppy off the road, and I called my chase vehicle and said, come get me now. And that's all I could say. And, and I found out later it scared them to death because they thought something was wrong with me. But I didn't have the words to express what had just, you know, what I had. And I needed them to, you know, to act. So they came immediately. We got this puppy to the vet. Um, it took about an hour, hour and a half to get there. But we took her to a vet. And uh, she was infested by ticks, dehydrated. She was anorexic and just crazy from the heat. She was pretty close to death. So um we first got her, I, I gave her some a little bit of water, and I soaked her in a, in a five-gallon bucket that we had. Anyway, so we, we saved this puppy, and I have her now, and that's what, I don't set an alarm, but I sleep until the puppy wakes me in the morning. But this little thing, now she's eight weeks old. I took her on Monday to her um, to have her eight-week puppy shots. I've had her for two weeks and a couple days now, and she's thriving. She's gained two and a half pounds, and she's just a happy little puppy, but she was so close to death back then, you know, two and a half, almost three weeks ago. That puppy is is amazing. She, and everybody likes her. They'll they'll uh, write us notes like, hey, Diane, how you doing? But how's the puppy? <laughs> so it's great. She's really becoming famous. Her name is Phoenix, as in Phoenix rising from the ashes. Oh my goodness, what a very beautiful story that you needed as well. So this puppy was lost in the desert, possibly dropped off, not sure how this puppy got there, and Phoenix, what a great name, and you needed this as much as it needed you. So what an inspiring story. And I love how you say it's your alarm clock now. So that's why you don't need to set it. But and your puppy Phoenix is thriving in only two weeks. So imagine the care that we give ourselves is exactly what you're doing. You're raising awareness. But in just two weeks, what a great example. Lip Talk Nation, I really want you to understand this, that if we take care of something, you automatically become better. But the thing that you take care of, whether it be a, a puppy, an animal, or your child, Look how much thriving can happen when you do that. What an example you are, Diane. Wow, I love this story. I, I can't wait to blog about that one. Wow. Thank you so much, Diane, for letting us get to know you on this deep level. You're a hero to so many. Have you had any other good surprises or inspiring moments along the way since you started in San Diego? Yeah, I, um, 
people are coming up to me and meeting me and telling me their stories about their disease or their child's disease or who they lost to what disease. And these people are, they're inspiring to me. They, they validate what I'm doing in my mind. You know, they, they come to me and we all cry and we, you know, we, we laugh and cry and they tell me that I listen to the stories and it's just amazing what these people go through and, and continue to you know, go through and have gone through. But that is what inspires me. People will write me notes on the Facebook page or send us an email and just write their whole story and send it to me. And I'm honored to get those. That's what this is all about. You know, it's people helping people. And you said earlier about when we help somebody, you know, a child or or, um, an animal or, or anybody, I feel a little selfish because almost every time that I help somebody, I feel like I'm, I'm better, much better than I was before. I feel like that I was selfish in, in helping them because it makes me feel so good. It, it certainly, it seems opposite. You know, I, I know it helps them, but I feel like I, I, I almost feel selfish because it helps me so much more. Wow, Diane. You know, this. there's actually something scientific to that. I know that you feel like a little bit selfish in this as you are helping people because you become such a stronger person and you feel so much more empowered. And that's exactly how it's supposed to be. Scientifically, we are designed. We are created to be like that. Oxytocin is produced, endorphins are produced, and serotonin is produced when we help others. So why not when all these good feeling hormones are coming out and being produced and then and then it becomes a habit oh my goodness see uh, you are very inspiring and I love that you are receiving the stories and the validation along the way that's exactly what we do Diane exactly and you are setting that example even though you are very honored by it more people need to be like you Diane and uh, that's why I can't wait to pick your brain on this next question so how has bicycling taught you to be a better person or what has it taught you about yourself and have you discovered yourself since starting this journey 50 days for 50 causes bicycling has taught me something so valuable and, and I experienced it again yesterday yesterday I was riding some really really steep hills and now I'm from Florida so the, t- the biggest hills I have are the bridges that go over to the beach <laughs> so that's the only way I could train so the, these hills are crazy long and steep and so again I was I was unprepared for these hills and I just have to tell myself as I did yesterday just one more pedal stroke one more pedal stroke and it's not about riding 50 miles in this day or riding up this three mile hill it's about the very next pedal stroke and I can do that next pedal stroke I don't know what else I can do but I can do one more and then one more and one more that's exactly what the journey of life should be about it sounds like you are looking at and staying in the moment Diane what a beautiful lesson that you're learning and Lip Talk Nation it is that one step at a time it is that one pedal at a time and again I am I am humbled by your perspective Diane how it's not about you but you know the strength inside of you is that very next step Yes, this is a great and tangible thing that everyone listening can do in life. It is the next step, walking forward. It is the next step of taking a deep breath, that next step of standing taller, that next step of smiling. So you are definitely creating momentum. Thank you, Diane, so much for sharing your story. And that (laughs) laugh is very 
enjoyable for me and comforting as well. So now it's time to move to the part of the show where you we get to know you on a fun level. We call this our lightning round. The questions are simple and easy to answer, Diane. Just answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? I think so. Ah, there it is. There's your confidence. <laughs> if you could have, ha she's laughing, Lip Jock Nation. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh, oh. okay. I'd like to help people's hearts, but not like a cardiologist, just to help them not hurt so much. Beautiful. That's my word for this episode. Beautiful. I love that. It is. Helping them and their emotions and their feelings. Wow. Okay. That was deep. How do you like your coffee? Oh, flavored creamer. Doesn't really matter what flavor, but it's got to be flavored cream. Flavored? Like the the international or the, yeah, whatever brand it is, but doesn't matter what brand, but it's got to be. So maybe you're really excited about the pumpkin flavors that are about to come out, right? Oh, except not pumpkin. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Except not pumpkin. Ah, you and me both, sunshine. (laughs) All right. What's your most embarrassing moment? Oh, my gosh. There's so many. (laughs) I've learned to laugh at myself. I laugh often and loud and often because I am such a goofy girl. I'm I'm goofy to to the end of time. And there's Heck, all the time I'm embarrassing myself. And now they catch it on video. We have I have a, a professional video producer traveling with us, Liz, Liz Watkins, and she is um, documenting my every move. Like, but she's really good at what she does. And I try to get away from her sometimes, and I can't get away. And I'm like, you're going to put that on video? Because that, that just embarrassed the heck out of me. And she's like, yeah, you did it. We're putting it up. I'm like, oh, my God. So I, I don't know if I, if I can pick one because they, there are just so many. But I've learned to laugh about it and laugh at myself. and. So I get to laugh a lot. There you go. <laughs> that is so awesome. Learn to laugh at yourself, Lip Talk Nation, and look forward to watching her video when it's all done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. Okay, Diane, what's your favorite book? I like The Shack. Really? Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Check that out. That was that is that surprised me there, Sunshine. Good job. Uh, what is your favorite movie? Oh, I watched this movie a thousand times. I think it's called Bruno. Bruno, and it's about a little kid, a little boy who's six, five or six or seven in the beginning. He likes to wear dresses. No, he just he just likes to wear dresses, and he is brilliant. He loves words, and through the movie, he he does all these word contests and all. He's really good in. But he gets bullied, of course, because he wear he likes to wear dresses. And finally, he gets the strength, and he has the support around him. He gains the strength, and he just he wears his dresses. And it's not like an adult. It's it's something very innocent about this child. He just likes dresses. And once he gets finds the strength in himself to just do it, then the people around him come together you know with him like okay well if he's really gonna do this and we need to get behind him and they did in the movie and that that is inspiring to me but in the fact that he gets bullied and is able to overcome that too and he changes the hearts of all the bullies but with his newfound confidence that's such a valuable lesson right there that we all need to hear lip talk nation this little boy that you're mentioning even in a movie he stayed true to himself and i I can't encourage that enough, Diane, to be true to yourself and to blossom and to love and set the standard. All right, I have one more fun question for you. Favorite color? What is it? Green. Green? 
green. Ah. I'm sitting with a green coffee cup in front of me right now. Oh, do you get to see a lot of green right now? Oh, girl, yes. There's green all around me. I'm standing outside in Alpine, Texas in the in the mountains. And, yeah, it's, there's lots of green. It's beautiful. Oh, oh, to see the mountains right now. That is my favorite place. There you go, Lip Talk Nation. Maybe you didn't know that about me, but mountains. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay, so I'm going to go stalk your Facebook today so I can see pictures Great. of mountains. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for spending time with us, Diane, and letting us get to know you on a fun level. Do you have any final words of encouragement for the listeners who feel stuck but want to make a difference in people's lives? Maybe they won't be cycling, but any words of encouragement for them? Yeah, start small, certainly. Do do one thing. You know, think of the smallest thing you can do to help somebody and do that. Because the smallest thing to you might be huge for that person. And then do another thing and another thing until your comfort zone stretches. That's when it gets really exciting. Oh, I love how you just put that. That's when it gets really exciting. Again, this is a beautiful perspective that you have. It is taking that small step. I know from personal experience, you're right. Definitely true. And, and that's... Great final words of wisdom right there. Diane, it has been a pleasure having you on the show. Will you share with the listeners where you know where we can find more about you and how we can follow you and your journey and how we can get involved? Sure. And Laura, thank you so much. Lip Talk Nation, this has been a lot of fun. I've had a have a great time with this. Yeah, you may follow us. Uh, we have a website. It's everything we do is the number fifty. It's never the written word fifty. The website is fifty causes ride.com calls is a plural because we have a bunch of them 50 calls ride.com and our facebook page is facebook at 50 calls is ride um you can get on there and watch uh, we have daily videos of the causes that every morning we put we post a video that explains a little bit about the cause of the day just in basic language so that anybody can have an elementary knowledge of that cause and then they can say later oh i heard about that that's right you know we're not getting into the deep uh, medical terms and all that. We just, you know, we want you to have a general idea of these causes. So a video every morning of the cause of the day, and then we usually put up a video for, we call it the after ride video when I'm tired and stinky and smelly, but good thing you can't smell it over the, over the uh, airways, but a little video of where we've been. And, uh, and then sometimes we're putting up goofy videos of my, you know, to, to prove that I'm goofy and crazy as heck. Okay, and uh, you're making me laugh here, and I'm taking a lot of notes right here on where we can find more about you. But I do want to point out that you are taking donations as well. So, uh, Lip Talk Nation, please show your support. And, and to be clear, the donations are not going to the 50 causes. That would be an accounting nightmare. The donations that people are making are are helping to make this trip possible. You know, we're we're not living high on the hog. We're in RV park right now, but. The donations do keep us going. It keeps us in fuel and keeps us in food and keeps us in RV park fees and things like that. So, we, and we're, you know, we're we're not where we need to be right now with donations. So we certainly need some in any donation. And I've said this before, and I mean it. A five dollar donation is as important to me as a five hundred dollar donation because that's what you have to give, and you did it. And I appreciate that. So, and moving on, we're going to get to Pensacola. We, we lost a couple of days when we found the puppy, but we gained a puppy. Um, so it, we had little setbacks. But it looks like we're going to be in Pensacola, Florida around the uh, around August the 18th, 19th, 20th. And we'll celebrate our 50th calls on that day. But this is important to me, too, for you to know that on day 50, whatever day we ride into Pensacola, Florida, that's the calls for day 50. And that's not like a grand celebration of of me coming home. That 
day is as important to me as every other day has been. So we're going to celebrate the call, bring awareness to and celebrate the cause of that day. But on August the 27th, we're having a huge party in Pensacola. It, we're calling it the grand finale celebration of all 50 causes where we're hoping that we can have um, representatives from all 50 causes, you know, families or friends or supporters of each of the causes, you know, somebody that, you know, close enough to drive and we're having some people fly in and we're having press there and we're having our supporters, our donors, our, our sponsors there. So it's going to be, a, um, I'm anticipating it's going to be a, a big, a large event. So, and everybody is welcome there August the 27th. August the 27th, I want to make sure I caught that date, Lip Talk Nation. I am a local person as well, Diane, so I'm planning on being there. I know, it's going to be so exciting. Oh, Diane, yes, you are more than inspiring. You are setting the example and the pace for others to follow, to build the momentum for us to bring value to people, and that's what it is all about. It has been a pleasure having you on the show, Diane. My pleasure, too, Yes, I I can't thank you enough sunshine uh, for spending time with us at life in purple where the broken can heal and the successful can conquer it's been a pleasure hearing your story diana and letting our listeners glean value from your experience lip talk nation if you have enjoyed today's episode or one of our previous episodes i want to hear from you and if you haven't had a chance to download my new ebook how to face your fears and live a life with passion please visit liptalklearn.com and you can download that book for free, which is normally a $29 value, but you also get a workbook that is included to help you figure out how to face your fears and live a life with passion. We appreciate you and we'll see you soon. And as always, what you say is what you become.